1: Welcome to the Andrea K show.
2: Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's
1: blonde, 5 foot
0: 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is,
1: Andrea K.
2: Welcome to tonight's Andrea and K show. It is Monday. Oh my! Yes, and actually, it's not Monday. It's actually Tuesday. Oh my! <laughs> it's actually Tuesday. It's my Monday because we had a little SDG&E problem here in the building yesterday that prevented me from going live last night. So that's what happened here. Um, there was a water main break that caused uh, the caused a uh, gas leak that caused the electricity to need to be shut down last night so in the interest of safety which i'm glad they did they shut down the building last night and so uh we didn't have a ch- i had a. An- I i had a night off i had a three i ended up having a three-day weekend <laughs> nothing wrong with that babies but i'm glad to have you uh with me for the rest of the week tonight it is taco tuesday who had their taco today uh, Manny giving me a nod. Evidently, he didn't. He, I think he was eating some Mexican food Friday night last time I saw him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, glad to have you guys here with us tonight. We've got a great lineup of topics for you. In fact, if you're watching via Facebook Live on the StreamYard stream, we're streaming live on Facebook on The Answer San Diego as well as my Twitter. You might be able to see, I don't know if the camera's wide enough, that I've got a desk Piled with topics to get into tonight. We've got to talk about the latest on the Biden crime family that's been exposed. If we had any justice in this country, uh, people would be doing, people, everybody with the last name of Biden would be doing a perp walk right about now, okay? Uh, Davos, who remembers party in Sweden happening in the past uh, week or so? We've got to tell you guys, give you an update on what's what what went down in Davos, by the way. Uh, not uh, They were a little hang, hang-jawed over in Davos. Evidently, things haven't quite gone as well as they wanted it to, to usher in the Great Reset. We've actually... We've got first time on the Andrea K Show tonight. We've got Stephen Bonta, who has been a writer for The New American for 25 years and written uh, books like Inside the United Nations, who, uh, United Nations who's going to be here tonight to tell you everything you need to know about Davos. We've also got some clips from you on that. And you will not be surprised when you hear one of them, because we tied of uh, the Zelensky's to the Great Reset and to the World Economic Forum at the jump, babies. Y'all know we're always ahead of the game, and we were on that one as well. Uh, we've also got some questions for you guys tonight. Trump is Trump's uh, ruffling some feathers with some of the comments that he has made about the evangelical leaders in this country in his 2024 bid. We've got to share that with you. We've got breaking news as it relates to... Uh, the Shots. Just so much to get into tonight. We always want to hear from you. You can always be a part of the show. Email me at showcom Our call-in uh, number live is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're, and during, uh, if, if you want to go over to our Facebook live stream on The Answer San Diego, you'll see some of the best people there, some of the smartest people from Jimmy to Sandra to Matt, Frankie. I see all y'all there. Donna Renee uh, from the Panhandle. John. John Longo, love you guys so much. Keep those keep those great comments uh, rolling, because I, I, I read them. Even if I don't necessarily get to read them on air, I always read them during the show, and we appreciate it so much. All right, before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins.
0: Unanimous potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato
2: Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
1: You might have had a night off last night, Andrea, but uh, actually when the stations are off the air, us behind the scenes are about nine times as busy, so mm-hmm. I'm exhausted.
2: He's exhausted. He's just war slap out. He is. He didn't even muster up a Kennedy clip to play for y'all. Usually he finds him some good Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Usually he finds him some good Kennedy. I didn't have time for Kennedy. He didn't, have, he didn't have time to pull any Kennedy out for y'all. All right. Got to get right into it. Um there's still not been any raid of any of the residences of the current occupant of the White House, including the fact that we are now more and more and more exposure of the Biden crime family is coming to light in relation to these classified documents. We're going to be talking about that. Um, First and foremost, though, a lot of people I I didn't even even pull, you know what? Skins and I before the show, we go through a lot of clips that a lot of the shows are using and we try to pull what we think is, we know by the time it gets to 6 p.m., a lot of People have already heard a lot of the news. Some people haven't. We're not really, you know, we don't want to overwork. I was never into reruns when I was a kid. I like to watch the shows when they were fresh. I don't like a rerun. One of the things that we've kind of stopped doing is playing clips from Corrine Jean-Pierre Mophead because really, what does it, what does it lend to the show? The big story tonight about her is how, how dopey she sounded, how she got busted in line that she didn't know anything about the classified documents and she's not qualified to do the job. I mean, is that breaking news to anybody that Corrine Jean-Pierre? is not up to the job and she was a diversity hire and she just says stupid stuff. That's why her stupidity is why she was hired. Okay. She was hired because if, if she's got any modicum of gray matter, then she's going to be, there's going to be expectations that she has, actually has some answers. Her ignorance. It's, it's kind of like plausible deniability, right? It's like if you, if your dad was, was the, uh, Don Vito Corleone, remember in the Godfather? When uh, um, I, I think it was, I, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Tom. Tom, the cons- consigliere at the time, tells Kay, "Kay, you know, I can't, I can't take this letter from you. It'll act as it, it'll show proof that I actually know where Michael is. You got to have the plausible deniability, right? That's one reason why they've got her there. There is no plausible deniability tonight. That Joe Biden was the big guy and was getting ten percent. There is absolutely." No plausible deniability that there was money laundering going on when we have this. I think we mentioned on the show last week on Friday, it's been a while ago, that this house with the Corvette in the garage and all these classified documents in the garage, there was a form that was filled out by Hunter Biden claiming two two different situations. One in which he claimed he was paying for that residence $49,910 a month for rent. That house is worth a million dollars. And you know What? Million, you know, if you're in Florida or, or Georgia, that's a nice house. That's a nice abode. Here in San Diego, you, 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 know, you, it may be two bedrooms, a half bath, and you need a new roof, depending on what part, what part of town you live in, right, Skins? In San, but no matter where you live in, no matter how that million dollar house, how far that goes for you, nobody pays $49,000 a month to live in a million dollar home. And isn't it interesting? What a kawinky dinky dink that $49,910 matches a deposit that was made on an office shared with a Chinese energy company. That's money laundering. Let me give you a quick definition a down and dirty definition of money laundering. You take dirty money. And the dirty, stanky, filthy money that went on with Joe Biden using the office of the vice presidency to drag his loser, drug-addicted kid around the world to get him big deals that was going to then be paid to Joe Biden on the back end. And that's what happened here. Hunter gets paid for this deal, these deals with China. And then he writes a big fat check to his daddy for forty nine thousand dollars for rent and uh, uh, on supposed a rent deal, right? Because you know, uh, you know, you you can own rent, rental income property. That that's a, that's a legit enterprise, right? But this, and then, and then, then once that money's gone through that legit enterprise, right? It's supposedly clean. Remember the movie Poltergeist? This house is clean. Did I do it right? I think I was sounding a little bit too like Christine Blasey Ford there. It was close. It was close. But this, this money ain't clean and this is dirty. Absolutely dirty. Why is it that, that his personal attorneys have been roaming around there when they don't, have a, they don't have classified clearances, but we haven't had FBI agents do any kind of raid? Let's see if there's any more to this to this story. Of course, um, whistleblower Tony Bobolinski, you know, put forth all this information a long time ago. But the FBI clearly doesn't care about this. He also had checked at one point a box showing that he was the owner of that current residence, uh, which makes it even worse. And if that's true, then that makes it even worse that Joe Biden's classified documents for, as vice president were there. But let me remind everybody... Let me remind everybody the truth because a lot of people even conservatives like I've said before are stuck in this it's worse for Biden than it is for Trump um because Trump stored in a secure place and Biden didn't no let let let's clear the record once and for all here's Gregory Jarrett who is an attorney and he succinctly explains the real and only difference that really matters in this case clip 4 Trump
0: had the unfettered discretion and authority To declassify, the vice president doesn't have that. Yes, I know the New York Times and CNN have cited an Obama executive order giving the authority to Biden. That was null and void the moment Obama signed it because, as you know, Professor, a president cannot unilaterally uh, modify or alter or expand a constitutionally given power. And so, no, Joe Biden didn't have the ability to declassify, which is exactly why he's not asserting that defense, but rather
2: inadvertence. Right. He broke the law. He broke the law. Why has the Republican Party not filed impeachment papers yet? Why? That alone. Should've, should've, they should have already filed impeachment. And then you add in all this crap, the obvious money laundering and graft that's gone on. Let me just give you one other little example that if you and I got busted for this, you'd already be on your way to the pokey. You know who went to jail today? Them two, them that that mom and dad from that show I never watched the Chrisleys. Did you ever watch that show? Chrisley knows best.
1: You know what? I wish you hadn't asked. I uh, I, I'm not. Do you have a a confession? Reality TV. (laughs) I like me some Chrisley TV.
2: I never saw. I never saw them. Um, And one of the reasons why I didn't is being a southerner. I just felt like they were such a stereotypical. You know, they were they were cartoonish as southerners, and that that always bothered me. Let me tell you. what they went to jail for was um, fraud and tax crap. Well, get this. Hunter Biden, this alone, this may sound like a small thing, but it wouldn't be if you were faced with the IRS. So Hunter Biden checks the box that he was paying forty-nine grand a month in rent to, to live at that house. Yet Joe Biden's tax return says he was only paid uh, in 2017 $19,800 in rent received. In 2018, Biden listed no rents received. So we got tax fraud here. If you and I just one of these things, skins, just one of these instances, and we'd already been perp walked. Dragged especially if we were a well known conservatives we'd been dragged out of our homes. our families would have at four a m in front of c n n cameras. look at what they did. look at what they did to that seventy eight year old, eight year old dude who worked for the trump administration and what did, what did he get busted for and go to jail that he didn't he didn't document he got he got a gift like we used to get at Xerox we get these like quarterly prizes, and it was never anything you wanted right It was like the worst boom box that would never fit anywhere in your in your house anywhere and look stupid. Look like something they'd carry on their shoulders in an in-living-color skit. Why am I d- giving these details? Because that's what I got one time and had to pay taxes on it. Because if you got a gift from the company, it was considered income. So they drag a 78-year-old dude from the Trump administration out and rake him and roll him. And he's got to go to prison for far less than what's going on with his Biden administration. And I am sick to death of it. We don't control the DOJ as the Republican Party. But dad gummit, they could be filing impeachment papers. Gonna take a break. When we come back, we got more to share with you guys on the other side. We might start getting into a little bit of this world economic forum business.
0: AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew show. What you can't call me is hungry because I didn't eat enough before I came in the studio tonight. You know what I was craving? Earlier today, my man Frankie, who's on Facebook Live right now, he's going to appreciate this. I was craving some turtle soup from Mandela's, little drizzle of sherry. Who out there has had turtle soup? It's just it's so cold right now in San Diego. I would shave my head for some turtle soup from from Mandela's. Got to read a few comments here. Frankie says, by the way, Biden should have been impeached. I'm gonna be calling and bothering them big time if they don't impeach Joe. He said everyone needs to call Washington and tell them to impeach. That's a great idea. We got to start getting active. We can't just sit around and yammer. We're gonna bring Biggs on the show, Congressman Biggs, and uh, ask him. I know he's already put uh, papers in to impeach Mayorkas, um, but uh, we need we need more action. Uh, from that. Let's see other comments that we've got here before I get back to the show. Sandra says, oh, they uh, they said they have to gather all the information first. Give me a break. Yeah, I, I need a big fat one, Sandra, because I'm just um, they they need to slap some more paint on that Buick because it's not moving off the lot for me. I ain't buying it. Donna says Tony B laid it all out, and that was ignored. Absolutely, I mean, there's, there's, I think some of the details here in terms of we didn't know the classified documents were in this house. We didn't know the matching of the rent with the for that house. There matching the deposit for the office for the Chinese energy company. But we we've really known all of the corruption, all of the graft, all every bit of it. What's going on with the Biden administration? It's been well known. And in fact, there's a new article out today from Breitbart how an ex-Intel official you remember when the Hunter Biden laptop story Miranda Devine put out that story the laptop from hell back in uh, October-ish 2020 right Um, and Twitter all pushed to suppress it so did a group of was it 65 of them Fifty. Fifty, quote, intelligence officials, by the way, absolutely none of them should continue to have any kind of security clearance, by the way. Fifty alleged intelligence officials attacked the story as, quote, Russian disinformation. One of them is is running his mouth now. Somebody I hope doesn't have uh, continued any kind of security clearance. Let's see what his name is. His last name is Weiss. He's come out and said quote that he knew that a quote significant portion of the hunter laptop files quote had to be real and yet he feels no regret that he and 50 other alleged intelligence officials all did a letter in order to con- to manipulate the minds of Americans to tell them that it was lies because what is russian what is the word disinformation it means that it's not accurate it means it's false it means it's a lie So all these intelligence officials came out and lied to the American people using the same Russia, 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 false narrative, the hoax that was nothing but a lie from day one in the first place, continuing to use that as a cover for what he is now admitting they all knew was the truth. He says he doesn't have any regret now. Now the way he's trying to twist it is that he doesn't have any regret because he's kind of using the analogy of the National Enquirer, right? Well, well, of of course we knew some of it was true because that's how Russian disinformation can be disseminated. Say what? Trying to act like oh, so now you're using the National, you know, Enquirer excuse. For this, where what, what he's basically trying to say is we knew there was there was a little bit of truth there, but it's classic that Russia would disseminate disinformation on the uh, by hanging on a little bit of truth. No, this is not this is not the equivalent of the National Enquirer r- running a story about a boy being raised by wolves. OK, this was true, 100 percent true. And you guys, using your shield of of being officials in the, quote, intelligence community, used your credibility of which you should not have any, any further and should not have any further clearance at this point. You should be stripped of it. And if there is anybody as a part of the 50, and I believe there were, that are actually retired military, they should be stripped. They should be absolutely stripped because they're not supposed to be participating in politics. It's a violation of the uh, military code of justice, and they should be stripped of their benefits. Look, if Christian Saucier can be stripped of his benefits for six photos on a phone, I don't want to hear any more from that. Le- I'm think I, I know I can see his picture. I can see his little face in my mind from Fox News, little weasel dude in little glasses. There's too many former[s] going out there using kind of kind of like uh, McCain. Using their former military time as credibility to push their leftist political crap. And they should be stripped, if not court martialed, because what they did here, what, 20% of Biden voters said they wouldn't have voted for Biden if they had known that this was true? What they did was participate in lying to the American people, pushing propaganda in order to illegitimately influence the outcome of an election. It's electioneering. And if, they're, and, if they, and if they're getting a dime re, re, uh, of any retirement and any benefits from the taxpayers from the U.S. military, they should be stripped of it. That's my opinion there. Let me see if they've got any. I can't think of the name of that little weasel. I never liked him on. Uh... And what he's trying to say is um, that the issue is um, it's about context. No, there's no context. You came out, you and the rest of them came out and said it was a lie and it was true. All in order to cover up the crimes. And that's another reason why, if this involves in, any formers in, in, in the military, who, and, and I say former meaning retired, still getting benefits, need to have it stripped. Because what they were doing was covering up crimes. They were participating in covering up crimes that have gone on in this country in order to sway the outcome of an election. And for, for to me, that should be court-martial worthy, in my opinion. That's how I see that. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to shift gears to the World Economic Forum and what happened in Davos because, you know, they got big plans for us. Talk about disinformation. Talk about trying to control our nation through lies and propaganda. It was big time over in Davos, including an actor that was kind of like, dude, really? We're going to share it all with you when we come back. We've got joining us for the first time, Stephen Bonta from The New American. Don't go away.
0: Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. I'm not sure how many how. I don't I don't even know this climate change, you know, verbiology, right? I mean, I don't even know how they pur- pur- purportedly track our carbon footprint, but you got to know the carbon footprint is bookuo big on its way over and during the Davos meeting that's taking place in Switzerland this year. I think this was the 53rd year in which a bunch of blowhards flew on their private jets over there in order to yammer and complain about us and think about all the ways in which they can manipulate our little peasant minds into controlling us and controlling the world. I could be wrong about what this Davos thing and this World Economic Forum is all about. Uh, and so, joining me now tonight to tell you everything you need to know about it is Stephen Bonta. He is executive senior editor at the New American Magazine. He's been a writer there for 25 years, so you know he's, that's a lot of articles. And he has also authored the book Inside the United Nations, and he joins me now. Hey, Stephen Bonta, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Okay, so um, so yeah, um, I can't remember. I saw some stats last week about the number of private jets and the number of carbon emissions and all this stuff going on over there for them, of course, to try to um, control our lives under the phony guise of climate change. But that's not all that they were about. You've written a piece this week about I think it was the five things they're trying to accomplish or what they're gonna or what they were uh, what their focus was going to be this year. Uh, can you uh, share that with the listeners?
1: Well, sure. I mean, I, and easier to summarize, I mean, they're, they're, this, as, you, as you noted correctly, this is their 53rd year, although they've been kind of sidelined for the last several years because of the COVID pandemic. Now, this, this is one of, uh, you know, kind of a, a galaxy of e- e- international organizations of important people who like to get together in swank surroundings and discuss um, the future of the planet, um, on behalf of what they call stakeholders, like themselves. In other words, uh, wealthy, uh, important, otherwise influential, connected people, who are consider themselves to be tasked with sort of managing the destinies of, of all the rest of us. And so, uh, the, the, but the you know the global economic forum has has kind of evolved into this uh, sort of the agenda setting meeting each year. I mean before before COVID, and now again start resuming this year. They typically are the first one to meet each calendar year in, in January in Davos in Switzerland, and um, and so I mean, in to a large extent, what they do is talk and set <laughs> agendas. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and set, and set agendas, which are then, of course, you know, portions thereof are, are are taken seriously and and then you know slated for implementation via the other you know, meetings, uh, the Bilderbergers, all the rest of these people. This group is actually older than the Bilderbergers. Yeah. And um, it, it does have, I mean, Klaus Schwab himself is, um, you know, he's always touted as being an engineer and an economist. And from what I can tell, he, he, he's, uh, he's obviously, you know, over, overachiever. The guy was still in his 30s when he founded this organization. I don't know how anyone does that, even with multiple PhDs, goes out and says, I'm going to found an organization that's going to plan, the, you know, the destiny of the planet. Uh, And it's going to include lots and lots of of, of multi-billionaires and influential people and and very deep pockets and uh, this kind of thing. And I'm just basically a glorified academic. In other words, uh, you know, so but he's surrounded himself with people like BlackRock's Larry Fink and and many others, not to mention the who's who of world politicians. I mean, today, the uh, first lady of Ukraine spoke to them as well Mm -hmm. as Yoha. You know, a, a major figure from People's Republic of China in years past. Now, this year, Russia was disinvited because of this misconduct in Ukraine. But in years past, you know, Vladimir Putin and other people like this. So so the guy is nothing if not well connected.
2: Right. Well, and here, goals, well, well yeah, let, 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 I
1: was just going to say to, to your original words, the goals are basically are five goals that say, in effect, we need to retool the entire global system,
2: mm-hmm.
1: economic and so forth.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get, I get why somebody at, at, at Klaus Schwab or at, at thirty would attract all kinds of billionaires and all kinds of people because basically, what his shtick is and what his agenda is and what his program is is about total global control. I mean, of course, you know the Bill is of the world and the George Soros's of the world and and all you know all, all kinds of uniparty. Uh, those, uh, from the Uniparty here in the United States on the take are gonna dig that, right? I mean, basically, you know, we, he, he was basically sounds like he was an event planner and he had the right idea for a big massive event, you know, that with, with the end game being exactly what all these billionaires love. And that's the idea of one world government, new world order with complete control over the lives of the peasants. What I find interesting about this year is why anybody thought that it, you and talk about influence and talk about planning for us Brian Stelter Really? but That's who they brought there? (laughs) Brian Stelter? Idris Elba? Idris Elba? I mean, one of the most handsome actors in the world, but quite frankly, I just want you to shut up and read from the script, man, and look better than you did unshaven in that crappy suit he had on today. I mean, it was like, you know, straight out of a bad, you know, villain character. I mean, I I just didn't find... And yeah, Zelensky, Mrs. Zelensky, I mean, fresh from another Vogue shoot, all she did was confirm today. I was going to play the clip. I'm not even going to bother. Because, you know, basically her whole message was, if I'm right, Stephen Bonta was, Ukraine, nothing good can happen in the world as long as Ukraine has this situation going on. And if you want to stop world hunger, if you want to stop climate change, if you want to stop any of the ills in the world and any future pandemics, it all goes through Ukraine. Therefore, open up your checkbooks and give us some more money. That's my paraphrasing of her speech.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's what I I have to admit I did not watch the entire thing, but an appreciable portion thereof. I'm still digesting all the material because unfortunately they don't do a good job of archiving all their sessions right away, and they tend to run them run four or five of their sessions you know at the same time, and so you you, you pretty much have to choose if, if you're one person like myself you know you have to choose which <laughs> one you're going to watch. So today we had sessions on um, you know, and, and I mean give give them credit for trying to cover all the bases. We had sessions on. Uh, you know the the new threat of nuclear conflict. Uh, you know, obviously talking about Ukraine, but also uh, China and, and, and Taiwan, and, and even nuclearization of Iran. So that's one thing that's that's weighing on their minds. Another, of course, uh, is um, well, I was to of course, this rather novel development in the world of tech with what's called generative AI, which uh, is particularly focused on this this uh, new thing called ChatGPT, hmm. which is. Uh, something that 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 cheating college students have already become very much aware of it's a device that literally um, can can write an essay for you or write a speech for you or write an analysis for you or create a PowerPoint for you. all you need to do is tell it uh, what you want it to do and then it, it 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 goes you know can scan through you know information online and it and it and it actually writes as as well as you know I, I would say as, as a former uh, writing instructor college writing instructor myself you know it writes as well as probably a, a typical freshman and so uh, you know it's it's created this remarkable new frontier and i dare say ominous new new frontier in tech whereby people don't even have to be creative anymore you know they can simply ask these 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 so-called chatbots to do it for them so there was you know a, a session on that which i've yet to view because i didn't choose to watch it this morning and i haven't archived it yet but naturally that's the kind of thing they're concerned of one theme that has emerged in recent years at this group is how we can exploit these these hyper modern technologies to our advantages. You know, to be able to to more efficiently control all of the global systems that matter to us, the stakeholders, particularly, of course, you know, the financial systems and and so forth and so on. But also, you know, other things as well. And 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 Schwab himself doesn't it, it does not seem to have a lot of self awareness. He's as, as, as you noted, many have noted, he's kind of like right out of central cast. he comes mm-hmm. across as a, as, a, as a Bond villain, you know, <laughs> yeah. scary German accent. And he often feel, you know, and, 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 and just his manner of talking suggests a sort of evil overlord. I'm not sure that he himself really is, but he's at the nexus of what has become one of the linchpins yeah. in, in, in the in the one planet system. And And I would say, obviously, climate change is another big thing of theirs, but it's not the only thing. They try to cover all the bases, unlike, say, the, the, the you know, the recent, uh, you know, the U.N. climate conferences where that's what they focus on. This thing tries to pretty much focus on every issue that they deem could be even remotely, uh, you know, germane. Well, to, to planetary planning.
2: Well, and to me, yeah, that that's the key. Uh, we're talking to Stephen Bonte here, senior editor at the New American Magazine. To me, that's the key word, planetary planning. And I'm not interested in anybody's central planning. And I'm not interested in hearing from a bunch of billionaires that want to tell me, you'll own nothing and be happy right and and I'm not interested right, right. from hearing a bunch of people over there telling me you know that you know we're all in this together put your arm out and get injected with with you know another another shot that hasn't been properly vetted and is killing people so mm-hmm. you know I don't think that you know I'm disturbed I've got some you know some more reporting to do on this I, I'm disturbed when I see you know Republicans over there participating in this and um, you know and, and, and some we need because ultimately what this is about no matter what they say it's about in my opinion this is about a uh, one world government a new world order where n- national sovereignty doesn't exist uh the the united states as we knew it and as it was founded will no longer exist and i think that the united states of america should be should not be participating in this i didn't think we should be participating in the u.n i think we should pull our money from it i don't think we should allow them to have a headquarters in new york but that's just my opinion your thoughts Stephen bonta
1: well, for one thing, I mean, I, I mean, you know, what we're come up against with these, these global organizations, the UN included certainly, is that they reflect basically European sensibilities. You know, mm-hmm. Ur- Europeans have a very long tradition of, uh, of secret elite societies pressing for, you know, for some form of international government. I mean, the French Revolution kind of came about under, the, under those circumstances quite a long time ago. And, and part of that is because the Europeans themselves had such a fraught history of, of, um, you know, and the, the only way they've ever been able to maintain a, a measure of p- peace and, and, and stability in the past has been some continental hegemon like the the Roman Empire sort of imposing it. Mm-hmm. So some of this is sort of a wish, you know, and then the Holy Roman Empire after that in the Middle Ages was sort of an attempt to reconstitute the Roman Empire. And and, and what we see now as the European Union is sort of a modern version of that, but in, in theory, at least, achieved by consent rather than overt conquest. And And this mentality really, I mean, whatever, I mean, the Europeans they they have their history but they, you know i wish they wouldn't drag us into it Yeah, you know, that's the thing you know our, our our you know we our tradition among other things uh you know envisions robust um sovereignty that's what the declaration of independence it, it was all about and and remains such and so this whole idea that we need to be part of a global system of any kind administered by you know by wise you know global overseers you, you know that's just it's just you know, obvious, obviously, we cannot remain an independent country under our constitution and also be part of any such system. And that's really, you know, I look at the, you know, this global our eco- excuse me, world economic forum. That's um, you know, that's what I see them. I see them as essentially a foreign, you know, foreign encroachment.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know, and 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 they view the United States and its 330 million hardworking people obviously as as a major global asset that needs to be mm-hmm. managed and exploited along with the rest. Mm-hmm. That's you know. That's probably the best way I could put it. And and that sounds sort of banal, I guess. But it it is an evil uh, drive. It is about world government. Of course, they no longer are so impolitic as to use such terms openly, uh, as as you noted. But but that's what it is going to amount to in the not so distant future Uh, if we don't as Americans. See about you know sort of disentangling ourselves from this entire global system, starting with the UN. I mean that's something that, that my my magazine and my organization, the John Birch Society, have have been advocating for many many years, getting mm-hmm. us out of the UN.
2: Yeah. So, well, I agree yeah. with you there. Uh, I hope to have you back real soon. Tell everybody where they can read your stuff. Sure, at com, the
1: New American magazine, which is online. Uh, or you can subscribe to The New American. We still, believe it or not, in the 21st century have a print print edition. I love uh, it. So, yeah, so you can literally <laughs> subscribe. Uh, yeah, we're, we're a little bit old school, but uh, we're also trying to keep up with the times.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much. Take care.
2: All right. And you guys stay tuned because we got more AK show coming up on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. I've got a couple emails to read to you guys as well. Email me at com Our live call in number is 888-344-1170. I'm seeing some people on Facebook live might not like the idea that I was talking about some turtle soup earlier. Um, hey, I got to roll it. That's how I roll. I'll talk to y'all in a moment.
0: Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. All right, trying to, I was going to read an email. Now I can't seem to pull it up. Email me at andreakayshow.com. Let's see, you've got a little email here um, from Mo. Hi, this is Tuesday. Day after happy Monday, I'm in a fog trying to figure out if you're on radio live. I am live right now. Um, hopefully, everything is well with you, and we'll hear you tonight. Yes, I am here. Stop me if you know. Checks for forty nine million I think she meant forty nine thousand were deposited in a sweet account for Joe Biden affiliated with China. That's the amount Hunter was and p- paying for the big guy for rent and he never declared it unimaginable yeah we need to we need to see some people going down. Uh, um, For that for that situation. Um, I don't know you guys optimistic. Do you think we need to see it? If, If we were if we were really going to be the United States of America, we were meant to be, we would see actual prosecutions of a president of the United States and his son right now. I didn't like the fact that Trump, after he won in 2016, said that you know he was going to move on from Hillary Clinton and give her a pass because she was a nice person or whatever now. That doesn't happen to us. We don't get a pass because we're nice. We break the law, we go to jail. Lots of people think that Chris Lees are nice. They went to jail for a total of nineteen years today, him for twelve and her for seven. because we're supposed to have a ju- we're supposed to have a, a justice system in this country to where if you break the law and commit a crime, you go to jail. And we need that to happen. And instead, we become a nation to where, you know, certain people go to jail and certain people don't. There's a story coming out of Texas, I think it was, that an illegal alien raped a woman on a train. And not only was he not arrested, he wasn't even deported, just allowed to rape because the Democrats want these illegals to expand their dependency class. And you know who else is happy with them? The Republican Party over in Davos, World Economic Forum, Republican Representative Salazar says at the, at the World Economic Forum that we need to, quote, give dignity to the 13 to 15 million illegals living in America. First of all, lady, don't be stupid. We're not stupid. We know there's far more than 13 to 15 million illegal aliens in this country because we've been hearing the 11 million number since Reagan was in office. But it doesn't matter whether it's 11 million or 100 million, they don't belong in this country. And dignity needs to be reserved for citizens and people who come into this country legally. You want to give them dignity? Give them a dignified de- deportation. I'm happy to give dignified deportation all day long. Here's what she had to say, clip five. Overhaul of the immigration system. Because not only we need those hands, like the Congress, like us, a senator was saying, but we need to also give dignity to those people who are in the country. And those are the people that I represent.
0: We're talking about 13, 15 million people who are most of them Hispanics, I
2: would say 85%, who speak my language, look like me, and sound like me, that are contributing with the economy of this country, and they live in the shadows. So it's time
0: to seal the border, like she said, put order, let's see who comes in and who doesn't, and then turn around and give dignity. That doesn't mean path to citizenship. That means to include them
2: and make them dignified members of our community. Thank you. How stupid is that? First of all, she's talking about um, 85% are Hispanic. They speak my language and look like me and sound like me. So, So because they speak your language, they are justified in staying here when they came into this country illegally. What kind of argument is that? It's not an argument. I don't care what language they speak. They're in this country illegally. Then, of course, she doesn't, she doesn't identify what, what living in dignity means. Oh, they're contributing, she says. No, actually, what they're doing is consuming. You do a balance sheet, and it's costing us way more than in any way that they're contributing to the society. First of all, they're committing crimes. A large percentage of them are committing crimes in this country. And when they commit crimes, if we can manage to get them prosecuted, most of them are not deported. They're sucking our taxpayer money out in our prisons. How is that contributing to society if they're living if they're living under and working under the table they're not contributing they're consuming. I had a family member in an emergency room here in San Diego recently the hour the weight and the the lobby she was actually in a bed um because of uh because of her age and and different issues that she had for you know fortunately she was able to be in a in a bed actually in a, in a true emergency room bed because hundreds of people were waiting and sitting out in chairs and some laying on gurneys in a hallway and when i looked at what was going on in the lobby yeah they all looked and sounded like salazar how many of them were illegal aliens using our emergency and our medical system how much of our taxpayer dollars are they are they using in our education system? On a net, a, 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 but even if they were contributing, they're in this country illegally. You don't belong here. You're here illegally, which makes you a criminal. Quite frankly, it should be a felony. You should be immediately deported. There is no compassion in the distra- there's no compassion in aiding and abetting criminal activity and there's no compassion in destroying the America the, the uh, America as a country through an invasion. And that's where we're at. If there was an accurate count done, it would have to be somewhere close to 60 million illegal aliens in this country. And it's breaking our backs. I wish that this small experiment of a country could financially, we've already been the world's greatest humanit- force for humanitarian good. And we give most, you know, the trillions and trillions of dollars away every year to other countries. We simply cannot afford to have everybody who wants to come, come to this country come to this country. We can't, we can't afford it. And once we're gone because we've been destroyed through big spending, including big spending through open borders, we're done. We can't give any help to anybody going forward. There's no compassion in that. And to see some Republican over there pushing this tells you everything you need to know about the Republican Party. Why is anybody from the Republican Party at the World Economic Forum? And why are they pushing, rewarding illegals who broke into this country? Hey, we're going to take a break. We come back. It's time to have a little fun with Gary Quackenbush and our News You Can Use segment. So don't you go away. He'll be here with us next.